Thank you for watching Devotionables. These are brief devotions for busy people. A while back, I was listening to sports radio, and uh, a caller uh, was on the air, and he asked the host of the radio show, why are these people standing behind the football goalposts holding these poster boards that read John 3.16? What does that mean? Is that some type of, of hexed or curse against the kicker? And the radio host obviously knew what it was. It was a Bible verse. But it's interesting that there are people even in our culture today that have no idea what John 3.16 means. Now you might wonder, when did that begin? When did people start carrying these, these posters or these t-shirts uh, in, in NBA games, uh, football games, baseball games? When did that become popular to try to get on TV with these things? Well, the answer is in 1977. Because that's the very first time a gentleman by the name of Roland Stewart uh, went to an NBA Finals game, and he, he positioned himself just perfect there in the arena. That way he would be on television, and he carried this giant poster board that said John 3.16. He was also known as the Rainbow Man, because he would also wear this giant afro that was a rainbow when he held the sign. Okay, so Roland Stewart was famous for this, and he went to many events uh, throughout the years, including the Kentucky Derby, and became famous for doing this. Now, we can question whether Roland Stewart's approach to evangelism uh, was effective. It probably isn't the most effective, but certainly the message that he wanted to preach was, was, was right on. Uh, John 3.16 is one of the most beautiful verses in all of Scripture, and, and I want to work through that, that verse with you today. We've been in the Gospel of John. We're working through it. We're in chapter 3 of John. Obviously, it's a very famous story uh, where, where Nicodemus, who is a ruler of the Jewish people, he comes to Jesus. He's curious. He has questions about the message that Jesus is preaching. And Jesus begins to talk to him about what it means to, to be born again. He talks to him about the, the Spirit and how the Spirit moves. But in verse 16, we have this, this beautifully concise verse. And, and let me just read it for us. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Let's just look at this verse. First of all, Jesus says that for God. Well, who is God? Because there are many gods that were worshipped in the first century. He's referring, obviously, to his Father in heaven. The Old Testament God. The Old Testament Scripture God. This is the God that he's referring to. And he says that he loved. And when we think about love, there's all types of love in this world. Many of them are perverted. But God's love is so pure. It's hard for us with our, our tainted, fallen minds to even understand the purity of God's love. So God loved. Who did he, who did he, he love? He loved the world. When we think about the world, this is, this is all of creation, all of fallen humanity. So when we think about the world, when, when, when John uses that expression, he's referring to this, this great ocean of perishing humanity. So God, he set his affection on the world. And, and, and what did he do? He gave. He gave his most precious gift to save his enemies. And that's what that Romans chapter 5, verse 10 says, that we are reconciled to God, that while we were still enemies, God sent his son to die for us. So that's the kind of giving that, that God gives. It's the, it's, it's the greatest type of giving. And he gave his son, his eternal son, his son who is without beginning. As John refers to him in John chapter 1, he is the word, and the word took on flesh. So he gives his son that whoever believes... Whoever believes in the Son, right? And when we think about belief, not everybody will believe. Many will hear the gospel and never believe. Or maybe they'll, they'll, they'll mentally say, that's possible, but it never penetrates their hearts and takes root in their heart. But you have to receive this message. 
It just, you don't just hear it and you just are magically saved. You, there has to be a reception and a belief in the message that changes your heart. And when you do that, you no longer will perish. You no longer will take on the condemnation of an omnipotent God. You, 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 you give up the perishing, that eternal wrath that is set against you. And what do you inherit in, instead? Life. You know, every person has eternal life. For, for some, it will be a life of condemnation and damnation. But for those who have put their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, are trusting in the good news of Jesus, trusting in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, eternal life is yours today. And that is the most important thing. This world wants to, to confuse us. It wants to, to draw our attention to other things. But at the end of the day, the most important thing is, what do we believe about Jesus? You know, Roland Stewart, his approach to evangelism uh, was unique. Not sure it was the most effective. Um, but one thing I will say about Roland Stewart is he knew the right message. So I'm not saying that you should go to a NFL game uh, this upcoming weekend and hold up a sign uh, behind the goalpost. But what I am saying is one thing that we can do this week is we can sit across the table uh, from someone who's not a believer and we can say, hey, have you ever seen those signs at football games, John 3.16? And you know, we can share that good news. And maybe we're not sharing the message of Jesus with an entire stadium through a poster, but even today we can change one life for all of eternity by sharing the good news, because we never know how the Spirit of God may be blowing in someone's life. Thank you for watching today's devotionable.